So they they ask Kilion. Wait, let us not. We cannot brush past. By the way, did we just skip? Did you just skip an entire sex scene? No, it's coming up. Okay, good. No, he's okay. not arriving yet. I'm just saying they're inviting him. Oh, wow, okay, have okay. a little faith. Oh, have a little okay, faith I'm in sorry. me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to Feywatch. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, this is... Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking, incredibly exciting. Terrifying. Terrifying. It's also sad. It's bittersweet. It's not sad in a way that's really sad, but I'll get to it. I'll get to it now. (laughs) And that is to say, Dina Marie R.I.P., um, she hasn't died. She quit. Dina quit. She quit. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, that's such a sick, sick little. It's not joke. true. It's, it's not, not true. true at all. She did abandon us for warmer climbs. Yeah, Dina is down under. Okay, <laughs> Dina is down under, and has left us here. In North America, just simply like fending for ourselves without laboring. Our Dina. In these, yeah. like, harsh winter conditions while she eat, prays, loves. Yeah, she's eat, praying, loving. She's probably, like, having several intriguing trysts. Like, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. What do they, like, I was trying to think of, like, what fun food would she be having in Australia? But it's just, like, spam or whatever, right? Or is that is that Britain? I don't know. Uh, spam is, like, Hawaii. <laughs> but... Okay. Yes, they eat spam in Hawaii. In Australia, they eat Vegemite. Vegemite. That's what I was thinking of. Vegemite. Vegemite. Don't have Vegemite, Dina, if you're listening. Yeah. Dina, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. We are, yeah. We're, but we're, so we're really missing Dina today. We had to carry on. We had to get into really like the meat, mm. the real. We're getting in to this book, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And so we're really excited to do that. We're going to miss her. We're going to carry her spirit with us. We're we going are. to carry her misandry. Well, we might maybe we'll take a vacation from misandry. This What is that? What does that mean? Hatred of men? Oh, oh yeah. We're we're taking a vacation from that. We're taking a vacation from fucking action sequences, kind oh, of yeah. plot detail. Yeah. Uh We're skipping any sort of positivity. No, just kidding, but like kind of not. <laughs> yeah. So like we're going to do our best, but we miss you, Dina. Dina, will be back next week. Don't worry. Yeah, if you're not. Mommy and Daddy aren't getting a divorce. Who's, oh, in our your, thruple. <laughs> your thruple Mommy and Daddy and Mommy are not getting a divorce. Yeah. No, not yet. We'll see. By the end of this, <laughs> Rach and I might be in a divorce. Yeah, we'll that's just, Time true. will only tell. <laughs> will is going to squire me on this romantic one-on-one date through you know this book okay well we should just begin let's um, begin i was gonna say we begin like and media res or whatever but i guess because we're just in the middle of the book that's like definitionally true you know so it's like yeah. not quite that interesting anyway it's kind of classic nesta nessie is doing a little like brooding step journey one of several she does you know she makes it a little further and she comes back and has like a nice little interlude with house like capital h house house House. and like they you know they kind of have like their friendship is based on smutty books i think is like how it kind of starts and so she is like 
I'm getting this new smut book. After I read it, I will, like, give it to you, the house. And the house is like, aw, and, like, gives her, like, a little wee breeze to cool her down from her walk. Yeah. They're doing a little, like, book exchange or, like, breeze book exchange. Yeah, exactly. We'll get back to house later. House house gets in on the fun a little bit. Or, like... Wow. Anyway. Okay. Almost everyone else is at their monthly potluck, which is, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, monthly governing potluck. A yeah. wine-soaked affair. Yeah, the inner circle is assembling. They just get lit and sort of discuss matters of state or whatnot. I don't really yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess actually, okay, so it includes Varian, mm-hmm. who I don't know that we've met. He is like Amran Lover, correct? From yes, another Amarin court. Lover from the summer court. Right. We met him when the squad went to the summer court. He's not like an ancient being. He's just... No, he's just high fae. Yeah. Summer court, sort of like nobility or whatever. Hot guy. Feyre is not there because she's pregnant and she has mm-hmm. to go to bed early. She's sleepy. Yeah. And Elaine isn't there because she's not pregnant, but she has to tend to an elder fairy's garden at dawn. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's like good for her. Dawn's like a little early, but like whatever yeah but like when the elder fairies need their garden tended to yeah you you go at the time that they desire yeah you must okay this is the thing i couldn't remember from if we covered it last time amarin wants nesta to find the trove did we talk about the trove i think we did right who can say it's like the deathly hallows of akatar right it's just like three magic objects that are important yeah i don't know what a trove is a trove i think it's like a like a like a treasure trove you know? Yeah, but, like, why is it dread? What do you mean? Like, dread trove. That's what it's called. Yeah, why? Because, like, the, I think they're, like, scary, the objects in it. I think a trove is, like, I have no idea. I think a trove is, like, a little, like, you dig into the ground, and that's where you put your treasure. And the trove is, like, the little pit you dug. And so yeah, it's but like, why would you be searching? Oh, so you're searching for, like, a, a hole in the ground? N- no, but that's maybe, like, a metaphor. I guess maybe a trove is, like, the collection of treasure, you know? It's like they're like a complete set of treasure or something like that. Okay. Anyway, it's a dread trove. Yeah. And the bad guys want them. And we want want the bad guys to have them. That's Mm -hmm. like, you know? Yeah. But Nessie is like kind of doing her thing. She doesn't want to look for the trove because that requires scrying, which is Mm -hmm. like, bad vibes. Like like looking in, in water using bones or something. I don't really know. Like looking, yeah, looking to see where things are. But she's afraid because, in it's kind of like Disney Channel original movie way, the cauldron. Last time she scried, that's when the cauldron looked at her and like stole Elaine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then Amron is like, "You have a week." Amron's just like fucking on one. Amron doesn't care. Such a b word. No offense, Amron. Like she'd probably be like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah, she's quite rude. Okay. Then, I don't know, whatever. Nessie changes her mind. So she decides to scry. Oh, wait, I do know. JK, I do know. Nesta decides to scry because she's been inspired. And whom Mm -hmm. has she been inspired by? She's been inspired by kind of herself. But in a roundabout fashion. Because... Most immediately, she's inspired by the priestesses because more priestesses start showing up mm-hmm. at her little wee training. But the yeah. reason they start showing up is because she got into like a very public fight with mean 
librarian researcher Meryl uh-huh. in front of like the whole library. Yeah. Because Meryl found out that like Nesta helped Gwyn like get the right yep. book to her. And she was like, How dare you get me the right book? And then she like right. threw a fit. <laughs> and anyway, Meryl Meryl is like she doesn't really make a lot of sense. She's like, Do you think you're special just because you like saved the world and slew the Irish king and were made from this like magic cauldron like no one has ever been before? And that's like, kinda like, yeah, I don't know. Literally maybe. yes. <laughs> Duh. Like, anyway, what? so that that wins over that wins over priestesses who were who were like, I don't know, whatever, fearful of the training. So now they train and because they're training, she's like, I have to scry. Yeah. Yep, she has to scry. And she said all those all of my brave priestess girlies are facing their fears. So why the fuck right. can't so I? Right. So I must I must face mine. So she yeah. scries with Cassie baby. She gets her bones, she gets her stones. She like scries with Cassie baby but nothing happens. You know, like she can't yeah. really get it she can't get it up. She can't get it to work. Basically. She can't get it up. She That's can't correct. get it up. So they just like go to bed. And then Cassie baby is woken by like a sense of like dread and cold mm-hmm. and instinct and house capital H house is like flaring the lamps like Aww. SOS SOS. Yeah. So he like starts sprinting out his door in only his underwear towards Nesta's room. Azriel like is right behind him, but we don't get any insight into what Azriel wears when he goes mm-hmm. to bed, which is kind of upsetting. Yeah, I feel like but Yeah, but they don't we she doesn't tell us. She's withholding. Wow. And so they arrive at Nesta's room. She's kind of in, like, classic exorcism mood. You know, like, her back is arced. She's all lit by silver flame. She's having, like, a trauma-sparked nightmare, basically, with Mm -hmm. her power. Yeah. Fortunately, Reese shows up. Yeah. And so he does a classic, like, his power versus her power to try and get her to settle down. She's alarmingly strong with the power of pure death or some such. Mm-hmm. Basically calms down once Cassian says her name. Mm-hmm. And then Reese mm-hmm. is able to, like, whatever, solve the nightmare or something. And this will, like, sort of happen again. But anyway, it's kind of like TLDR. She has the power of pure death. And even Reese, who's, like, the most powerful fae of all time, yeah. is, like, eek. Like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, so sometime shortly thereafter, Cassie and Reese are, like, chatting chit chatting <laughs> and cassie could tell that his brother is tense mm-hmm. and we learn like the major fairy drama of the book mm. which is like can you explain it because i just like i don't really understand sure fair is pregnant <laughs> and I get that part. yeah <laughs> now will <laughs> When when a boy and a girl like really love each other. Um, no. She's pregnant, but they conceived the baby when she had shapeshifted into an Illyrian with wings. Right, okay. And so the baby has wings, they've discovered. Were they doing that, do you recall? Is their conception like a known like did we see that in a past book? I don't know. I don't think so. But if it was okay. in the Hallmark special interlude, I guess I don't really know. But I don't think so. She shapeshifts into being an Illyrian because that's how she flies. So they, she just, like, had just been flying and that's why. She just likes to be Illyrian sometimes. Okay, okay. Plus, like, wings are erotic, so maybe they're doing some that's wing true. They're, or something. That's true. Wait, what's the word? Erogenous zone. Erogenous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, conceived the wee babe. By the way, side note. Yeah, I, I love, I love in this book how they refer to the baby as a babe. 
<laughs> and I just want to, yeah. And I just like want to incorporate that. Yeah. She's like, if the babe, like Ness is like, you know, if the babe comes into this world, it has to be like a safe world. And I just love, I think we should start calling babies babes. I do like that. It does feel Scottish, right? Yeah. It feels like old timey in some like way. Like wee babe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the babe um, has so the wings. babe has wings, and usually you gotta have an Illyrian womb delivery system vibe that can stretch out to like get those wings out. Yeah, right. and I guess if you don't, it's just bad vibes. It's just bad vibes. It's very likely that Pharaoh is gonna die the child with her. Right, and they do a kind of whole explanation that there's no C section in this world. Right, they so, like, can't that's do a C-section. not an option. Nope. I was like, can't she just shift back? But the doc's but like, no. Nope. Too dangerous. Yeah. Doc's like, no. Nope. I kind of feel like I would still try that, given. I don't know. Anyway, so that's like obviously Reese is like super worried. Here is maybe the most like the the moral quandary of the situation is they all decide. I mean, Reese decides, but they all go along with they're not going to tell Pharaoh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> About, like, the danger to her own life. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is the shitty part. Of, like, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not good. It's not good. It's 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 not a good look for Reese. No. Uh, we like to pretend like it doesn't happen, because it's not a good look. Right. So on to, you know, more fun vibes. More fun vibes, yeah. So... Well, <laughs> first, like, Reese is so stressed, so he and Cassie need to, like, fight to, like, oh, get yeah, it out of his system mm-hmm. and get, like, scraped up and whatever, which means that Cassian comes to dinner all beat up, you know? He's all beat up. Mm-hmm. He immediately tells Nesta about the babe and babe. the whole babe situation. And even Nesta can kind of, like, get out of her little head a little bit, but she doesn't really dwell on it because they quickly move on to something more important yeah he says why haven't you sought me out Mm. and nesta knew what he meant solely from the way his voice had dropped an octave Mm. and then he's like i didn't hurt you did i Mm. and this is of course referencing their little liaison Liaison. in the dining room previously and she Mm -hmm. was like I loved it. Like, I loved I, it. And I think fact, does does she not say, I loved it when you fucked my mouth, Cassian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she's the like, do you want to fuck me on this table? And he's like, mm-hmm. yes, on this table, on, on, and this, I told you, on every surface in the capital H house. <laughs> Ooh. And then she's like, I don't think House would appreciate such filthy behavior, even if it's a romance reader as well. And he's just kind of, he's like, uh, wait, like, what? I thought it was like a joke. I didn't know, like, it was a sentient being. The whole yeah. book, he's sort of like, I need to, like, really check in with Reese about, like, is House alive? Kind of yeah, unclear. Is, is House? Yeah. But that's kind of all they get. They get a little dirty talk because he's a dirty boy and, like, cut up and so bleeding. Dirty. And she's yeah. like, I have standards. Like, we're not doing this right now. 
Yeah. But so like the babe, babe talk has encouraged her to try scrying again because I guess the gravity of the whole situation. Yeah. Has the sunk wee babe. Mm hmm. So Reese and Asriel and Feyre and like, you know, everyone, whatever, are there to like watch. And this time it works, but it almost works too well because she yeah. like goes like whatever. She's scrying deep. Yeah. And it's kind of unreachable. Yeah, Nesta's really, like, in the zone, in the scrying zone. She's really in the zone, and I didn't pick this up on the first read, but it's, like, kind of funny, especially given Rach's phobia of French kissing. I was <laughs> what gonna happens say! Next. <laughs> so she's getting cold, like, yes. really cold. Face is, like, like, frost is developing. And so Cassian is trying to save her, like, the way... Like, last time all he had to do was say her name, but he needs to put in a little more effort this time. So first yeah. of all, he starts, like... Everyone else is in the room, and he's like, fuck, okay. And he's like, let go of the stones and bones, and then you and I can play. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> okay yes. and that like doesn't like i don't know that like starts to work but it doesn't really do it mm-hmm. and so then he starts kissing her but like her whole mouth including the inside of her mouth is like covered in frost so he's yeah. just like putting his tongue into her mouth her frosty mouth yeah it's literally crusted with hoarfrost nested yeah. didn't kiss him back because she's, like, so deep into this. And so he's, like, sending his heat through his tongue. And he yeah, slid he's his just tongue. Like fully tonguing her. Yeah. Like, slid his tongue over every inch. Over the, her frozen teeth. Over the roof of her mouth. And, like, basically, he just uses his tongue to, like, melt like all the frost in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also just need to note, before that part, he, like, before that, he, like lets how much he wants her like blaze in his eyes and then he lets the scent of his arousal wrap around her <laughs> so the whole like inner circle is just there they're like okay I and guess he's this just like <laughs> permeating emitting his horny scent and, and then he's, he's like, like fully like licking every crevice of her frozen mouth i loved this he's like this is a necessary medical procedure yeah <laughs> can you imagine everyone else in the room and they're all like okay. what is happening also it's like probably not super evident to them that like literally her mouth is frozen so they're like what are you like why are you defrosting <laughs> her mouth with yeah. your tongue <laughs> and yeah. then i think it like ends and reese like sends him a little like mental dm or whatever he's like dude like you know like whatever does cassie have like heat power is that his power because he's like the whole know. room is like hot now like you made the whole yeah. room hot with your like defrosting efforts and, like, horny stinky <laughs> <laughs> okay but so she comes back and they've learned where the mask is which yeah. is one of the trove the mask allows one to raise the dead mm -hmm. and the scrying has revealed that the mask is in the bog, which is in the middle, which is where the bog is. Yeah. So the middle. I mean, do you have a good... Nope. Okay. The middle is like... <laughs> it's like the part where nobody, none of the high lords... It's like, it's rule, sort of, right? right. It's both like demilitarized zone and mm. like wildlife sanctuary for like kind of evil creatures that gremlins. are really scary. Yeah. yeah. So they mm -hmm. hang out there. So this is the part that, like, we might dwell, have dwelled on further were Dina here. Yeah, like, no offense. But, like, I think really we can just happy do... to not. Yeah, cliff notes on the bog.
Cassian as and Nesta have to go to the bog. They do. Reese and Feyre have to stay because baby. Babe. 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 It's basically the swamp. You probably don't remember this because I feel like you probably don't. It's like the swamp from Lord of the Rings. Do you know what I'm talking about? This is like a thing. This is the part of Lord of the Rings where you like you the first time you watch it, you see the swamp. But then every other time you watch it, you do obviously correct thing in movies two and three. And you skip every Frodo and Sam scene when they're Mm. just like wandering through like different desolate landscapes. And this is like one of them. But it's like basically that swamp. They're like dead people like lying in the water staring up at you and if you like get in the water they'll like come get you or whatever so it's like dangerous scary swamp or whatever classic bad vibes swamp classic bad vibes swamp so they they winnow there Mm -hmm. and would you know it they find or are found by eris's soldiers his missing soldiers basically they're like okay nesta like we don't want you to get like hurt so like you go <laughs> hang you in this tree. In tree you stay in this tree for like several hours while we fight and there's like whatever fighting 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 it's like as is fighting and then cassian's yeah. fighting and they're fighting mm-hmm. so they fight meanwhile nesta's in the tree and she's in the tree so long she starts to get worried and she's like i guess i i'm gonna get out of this tree because like also like yeah. what a weird place for me to be and right. she kind of gets down from the tree and whoops she gets kidnapped by swamp monster a kelpie mm-hmm. and it's like super scary there's like non-consensual trauma as he like kisses yeah. her and it like reminds yeah. her of past similar experiences and it's all just awful and he's basically trying to like drown her but also keep her alive for millennia so he could like feed off her or something mm. or something something Anyway, using her, like, essence of the cauldron, she's just, like, in her head, wow, like, that mask would be really useful or something. And then the mask just sort of, like, shoots to her. It just, like, shows up. Sure. Which is, like, quite convenient. She puts on mask and then uses it to summon, like, a wee dead army. Mm -hmm. And the dead army kind of, like, kills the Kelpie. And then she finds Az and Cassian. And they're like, oh, my God, like, what's up? And she has, like, a very cinematic moment in which, like, Mm -hmm. this whole army rises out of the swamp for her. And then they're like, okay, we have these two prisoners. Let's go back. And they go back. Yep. I think that's that's all we need, right? Yeah, I think we did good. Sorry, Dina. Sorry, Dina. It's like several chapters. It's like, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like so much. But we have more important, we have many more important things to get to. Hugely. Like, (laughs) hugely. Okay, so they return safe. There's a debrief. I do want to say, in this, let it not be said that we don't hold ourselves to account because I'm, I hold myself to a standard. We hold ourselves to a standard here. Those of you who joined us for our Crescent city journeys will know that we could be sometimes harsh on the boys there for their kind of torture vibes. We get a good reminder here that our Akatar crew is not per se above similar sins Uh because we are torturing the two remaining soldiers right. that they got from... Also, I guess we should just say in case... I assume we've covered it, but in case maybe you forgot. So, Eris, crown... crown. What are they called? He's not a, Is he a crown prince of the Autumn Court? He's or is like, he wants like, to be the heir of the Autumn Court. Yeah. Autumn he's King. like front runner to be next High Lord or something, probably. Yeah. Oh, Autumn... Oh, yeah. High Lord of the Autumn Court, not the Autumn King. Whoops. Wow. And... He lost, like, whatever, a dozen of his best soldiers. He's like, I don't know where they are. 
They were in the swamp. Mm-hmm. These two, Reese is interrogating them, quote, with that same mild calm that so many had heard right before being ripped to bloody ribbons. Yeah. And then, quote, as knew where to slice up a male without letting him bleed out, knew how to make this last for days and to conduct, quote, symphonies of pain. <laughs> so these are the boys and they're trying to get intel out of these whatever Kind of clearly, it seems to them, enchanted soldiers, like, they don't seem kind of normal. They seem, like, a little too desensitized. Feyre is at the torture session and kind of acts like the group's conscience. And she's, like, she makes a good point, right, at least at first, which is, like, okay, if we think these guys are sort of, like, not acting on their own behest, is it, like, moral and just for us to be torturing them? Right. Which is good a good question, point. Farrah. Yeah, it's a good question. Some might like want to probe like to the next kind of question, which was okay. Like, would it be okay if they were like, even if right. they had their full faculties, mm. would it be? And it se- the implicit point seems to be that would be fine. Like, that's mm-hmm. acceptable conduct. Torture, very fair game in in Prithian. <laughs> in all SJM mm-hmm. worlds, I feel. Anyway, here the torture reveals nothing. Uh oh. yeah well we tried we tried so the crew right now they're torturing them in the hewn city Mm -hmm. which is i don't think i fully realized so okay the hewn city i think is where the court of nightmares is correct correct and the court of nightmares is like like the faux court of the night court question mark yeah, that's where Reese pretends that that that's what like the outside world thinks like is his court, but he actually like only goes there like quarterly. Right, he goes for like board meetings. Right, then he like pretends to be, and like the people who reside there are shitty and scary and like exactly what you would think. Right, right, they're little craven, little night dwelling jerks. And so I don't know he's why. always like, why? Yeah, I don't know why. I guess like but. I guess that's like part of the. The shtick. Do, but do they know? Do the people who live there know about, like, Valaris and stuff? Or not really? I think maybe they know, but they're not allowed to go. <laughs> That's so Until, shitty. Until, like, Reese, like, has to bargain that at some point. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, let them go. <laughs> maybe they wouldn't be so sh- Yeah, they're like, so shitty. grumpy. Because they're, like, just in their little cave the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it looks like kind of... Anyway, they're in, like, their necropolis or whatnot. But that's below ground. Then above, there's another palace. Yes. A distinct palace, which I didn't really realize. So they go up to the Moon Palace, which is yes. not House, capital not H. That's the House the of House Wind. The House of Wind. Which is a maybe a villa. This, literally when I say, this used to keep me up at night. I used to lay awake at night and be like, is that the same place or is it a different place? And actually, finally, on Reddit, somebody else asked this question, and finally I got my answer. They are different places. Right. They're both, like, in the top of mountains, though, aren't they? I think so. They're basically the same thing. Yeah, he was just like, I want two of them. Right, but the Moonstone Palace is, like, the official palace. Again, right. where he would probably, like, receive, you know, visitors. Right. In terms of property that they own. Yeah, let's run it down. Okay, they have Hewn City, Nightmare Court, whole, un- it's underground, right? Like, underground, scary city. Yeah, Presumably like with, it. like, a mm-hmm. suite of rooms at their sure. disposal. Right. 
above that, they have Moon Palace. Like, yes. Which, honestly, they're kind of chic, like, marble, I assume, palace, like, on the mountains. Gorgeous. Enchanted. No glass right. in the windows. Right. That's the one that's, like, it's breezy. open to air. It's mm-hmm. breezy. But, like, climate controlled still, fear not. Yes. Then they have the House of Wind, which is their, like, palace in the city. They're, like, city palace. Well, yeah, but it's still in the top of a mountain. Right, but it's, like, Overlooking Valaris. Yeah, it's overlooking yeah. Valaris. It's at the top of the mountain. It is, like, hard to get to the 10, you know, the 10,000 steps. Yeah, 10,000, famously. They 10, then have steps. the townhouse in the Love. city itself. Mm-hmm. And then they just built this new villa, like, on the river. Yeah. Yeah, now that they're settling down to have a nuclear family. And they have that little hunting lodge or whatever, right? That little oh, cabin. Oh, the cabin. Oh, yeah. the cat. Don't get me started. So they're doing well. I want you to rank your top three. <laughs> no, you got one. Actually, you get one. Which one are you Oh, taking? one? Honestly, probably Moon Palace. That sounds so great. I mean, no. The real thing is I would take the townhouse. Like, that's yeah. all I want in life. We it's love like a townhouse, townhouse in a desirable city. Amazing. We really love the townhouse on this podcast. But I'm quite, I'm quite, like, I'm quite attracted to open air windows that's still climate controlled, you know? Right. Amazing. And that's I a think feature that, that's hard for me to. I think that the Moon Palace and the, and the House of Wind both have those, I feel. I, let's assume. Like, why I would just, you just do one? They sound like the same. Like, they're like the same places. So, yeah, I'm very torn between House of Wind and the townhouse. Yeah. I want nothing to do with the villa. I don't care at all about the villa. We don't like the villa whatsoever. It's giving sad, married losers. It's also giving, like, nouveau riche. It's, like, it's a little too new money, Feyre. Like, you need to have some class. Yeah, she's like, oh, we need, like, a bigger... We're expanding our family. It's like, you shouldn't get to build your dream villa at 21. You need to, like, develop some taste. Yeah, and, like, earn it a little bit. Earn it. Yeah, like... Just as you've saved fairy kind like four times, like, you haven't really like, earned it. We love, we love the townhouse though. We yeah, not a lot of it in this book. Anyway, no. we are at the Moon Palace though. Now that we've kind of done the whole thing, we're at the Moon Palace, and in the Moon Palace they find Nesta, who has slipped past like all the spells everyone mm-hmm. is capable of putting on to this like secret locked room where they are keeping the mask. Yeah. And everyone is creeped out because, like, yeah. how? Like, she it's shouldn't creepy. be able to do that. And two, like, Amryn's like, you shouldn't have even been able to, like, take the mask off. Like, most people to remove the mask, their heads get cut off. Like, you just, mm-hmm. like, can't take it off. Yeah. So they have various, like, kind of things they need to ask questions of. So they decide to invite Helion, High Lord of the Day Court, which is distinct from the Summer Court. Okay, never mind. I'll get distracted. There, is there a winter court? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about, though? That's another thing I was thinking about when I was, like, trying to fall asleep one night. They love to be like, well... Like, Reese is like, no, well, like, the night court can't be night all the time. Like, you know, Mother Nature has her limits. Like, we can't make a night all the time. Whereas they can just make it spring all the time or summer all the time right. somewhere. It doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't make any fine. sense. And does the day court get night? I think so. I think they must. They must. also, they might go a little crazy without... Right. So they decide to ask Killian, who's like the hot high lord of day, Mm -hmm. to come teach them new spells. And like, there's like, and what will be a recurring theme in this book, someone's like, well, like, I don't know, do you think he's like actually going to come? And Reese is like, oh, no, he like fucking really has the hots for Nesta. So like, he'll show up so he can flirt with her. Fear you not. Cute. Okay. And now, Rachel... (laughs) 
<laughs> this is sorry. where the ep, this is where the ep gets literally and figuratively steamy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, and it starts with maybe the most like sexually attractive part of the whole scene, which is the bath. Ooh, nice <laughs> she bath. is she's in like infinity pool like steaming a hot bath in her uh, suite in the moon palace that like is on the edge of the balcony and it just looks over like the mountain range i got chills yeah it's a sunken bathing pool i'm now reading from the text okay open to the, the air beyond water spilling over the lip that projected above the drop and trickling into the endless fall below oh my god ribbons of steam snaked along its surface inviting and scented with lavender and then it's like they also talk about there are all these like wee little soaps you know oh, like fancy yeah. soaps she's got mint and rosemary soap <sighs> I would I would spend my whole life in this bath. Like I would just become a little bath creature. Ooh, little bath creature. And she has a bar of soap that smelled of sweet almonds. Ugh. And as she's washing all of the bog and like weeds and bog weeds out of her hair and stuff, it just floats right over the right. infinite. Which is like obviously the worst part of a bath is like right. one, it gets cold too quickly, and two, like then you sort of are just You're like stewing in your own filth, stewing in your dirty water. Not but, like, in this bath. Solved that problem. Ugh. Ugh. And it's like sunset. <laughs> I just got <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like that gets interrupted, <laughs> and we're excited, but we're like, ugh. Yeah, like Cassian must comes it? and it's like we're taking a bath. Sorry. Cassian. So Cassian, Cassie baby walks in with dinner. Oh, Which he, is like he brought kind her of a chic. tray. Yeah, love, on a tray. I love when someone brings me a tray of food. <laughs> yeah. Especially to my bath. that often, honestly. Oh, no, yeah. He walks into dinner and he's like, oh, oh, like, oops, sorry, like, didn't see, like, whatever. And, okay, I don't know if this is a real reference and if it is, if you will get it, but she uh-huh. goes all, I think, Angelina Jolie in, you know, Gren- what's the movie about Grendel? Do you know I what I'm know. talking about at no, all? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Beowulf. Oh, Beowulf. Beowulf. I think the monster's called Grendel in Beowulf. I don't think yeah. I made that up. Mm-hmm. That's She's true. like in Beowulf, you know, and she like walks out of the water and is like just like naked and hot, but like not at all like a sh- like like no self consciousness at all. She's just sort of like right. shutting up out She's of the water, there. hot Wait, and but naked. Before that. He yeah. comes in with a tray, and he's like, oh, hey, I figured, like, you wouldn't want to, like, eat in the dining room, because he, like, knows her really well, and he knows oh, that yeah. she's, like, already, like, does not want to see any more people today. Yeah, her social battery is depleted. Yeah, and so he's like, uh, um, clear my throat, and then he's like, oh, I'll just leave your tray over here for when you want it. And then he said, okay, right, uh, enjoy your bath and the meal. And it says, seeing Cassie and so flustered pushed away the shadows in her heart. No. Oh, she loves him. She does. She does. She really and she loves, loves him, him so much. She does like a full strut, like a like. Oh a, yeah, yeah. So now she's doing her Grendel. Is does Angelina Jolie play Grendel? <laughs> no, I think sexy she's like Grendel. I think she's sexy Grendel's mom or something. I don't oh, really understand. Grendel does have a mom. I forgot that Grendel's <laughs> she's mom was mom. sexy. So Nessa gets out. Water sluicing off her, her yeah. hair plastering to her breasts and doing nothing to hide her peaked nipples beneath. <laughs> Do I look injured to you? Which is impressive because I assume she, like all SJM girlies, has hair like down to her feet or whatever. Oh, and so yeah, long ass hair. Somehow, like all her hair is not obscuring the nips. 
Yeah, those nips are poking on through. That's how <laughs> at attention they are. So she does this, and Cassian's like, you want to do this? And she says, which will be important because we'll get back to it at the end, yes, just sex. There can just be nothing sex. more than sex, Cassian. Oh, right, just sex. And then they Famously. do sex. Then they do sex. So afterwards, they're at batting practice. No, I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. I was about uh, to say. Uh, I was about to. <laughs> I didn't have the courage to like linger and like wait for your actual and, response. Like, my wrath. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid you'd like throw the computer out the window. Yeah, skipping over the sexy. <laughs> this is a long one, isn't it? It's a long one, and it's the first one. You know. Oh right, first penetration. First, Classic. first, like full on. So we really get into it. I will say they are, I think, of the people we have covered in this podcast, maybe the best at sex, it seems. Like, they're together. good at sex. They are they're good, good at sex. sex. I think they're we good have at to like, say that. balancing kind of the foreplay and the full Monty. Like, you oh, know, yeah. they have a good, a good balance of that. There's obviously some tracing of fingers and sensitive zones. Of course. And there's like, these two are into Dom chat. Like, they kind of love a little Dom talk, you know? Do they? Yeah, there's a lot of, like, you have to do this, like, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Mm, and it's also nice they kind of switch back and forth. Like, I wouldn't say it's 50-50, oh, yeah. but it's kind of like 65-35. Like, it's mostly yeah. Cassian, but, like, she she has her moments, too. Yeah. And there are lots of little, there are lots of little moments. Like, at one point, Cassian is gripping her hair, quote, like, reins in one hand. Okay. Love. Okay. <laughs> And so, yeah, they just kind of, like, they kind of just, like, they start teasing each other a little bit, and then they just, like, really get into it. They really get into it, yep. And my, like, <laughs> okay, well, I have multiple favorite parts. Okay. One of my favorite wee bits, which obviously isn't Cassian's wee bit, because Cassian's wee bit is, bit is nay wee, but my favorite probably bit of the scene is she's like, I said you could do me anywhere in the house, like capital H house, but we're not in house. So like, I'm in charge here. And he's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, as long as we still get to do it in a house, like in capital H house. And I'm like, wow, like you guys really have kind of house kink. Like you really want house to be sort of present and like around. Yeah. Cassie has a house like Verreyer kink or whatever. He just wants to be watched by house. Boyer? Yeah. Whatever. What'd I say? Verreyer? Voyer. Boyer. <laughs> okay. Once they really get going, there is obviously, although maybe this is more realistic than some of the other girlies we've seen, but there is like an accommodation process. Of course. Canonical fitting of the member. For the considerableness of Cassie. But I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, wow, is it going to is it gonna fit? And then they're like, oh, it does. But yeah. this time... Nesta tries to, quote, haul him into her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> haul my favorite, my least favorite verb in a coital setting. Yeah. And um, he's like, no, 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 no. We need to take this, like, you know, one, one little bit one at a time. centimeter at a time. Yeah. And then afterwards, she's like, oh, yeah, like, good thing he has, like, a whole procedure for this. Because, like, it would not have. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, maybe he's right. 
Uh, and it's just like you have to also recall the setting like the bedroom is open to the air like the mountains uh, it's sunset like they're like uh, they're like they're like yelling obviously and like screaming at various points and it's like echoing off the whole mountain range of course as wow. it as it must you know whenever i make love i like for it to reverberate across the mountain yeah i mean it's amazing dude are there like like little little nuggets you'd like to surface little specificities I mean, there's definitely a lot of specificities that I enjoyed, you know, are we, but I am like a demure sort of You're a modest lass. lass. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's also, here's the thing. Yeah. They, they just, they have so much sex in this book. We like can't really. We I know can't, we can't. We just can't. We can't. I would, her. I will say though, it's like very good. This book is like, she's really reached her peak of her talent, maybe. I mean, we yeah. can only hope she surpasses it she perhaps, might keep Sarah. Going. But return, just refresh yourself. Just go yeah, take a wee look. Yeah, just go back at and the look. Text. There's a lot of, um, there's also a lot of like spillage. Yeah, there's sort of like, there's some seed spillage. <laughs> Indeed. 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 And they enjoy that. They both really they enjoy love that. it. They and love I'm, it. I love that for them. It's good that she has an excuse to take another bath. Like, that's sick. Yeah. So after they finish, though, there's no cuddles. Cassian just rolls out of bed, and he, like, kind of smirks, and he's like, just sex, right? And he, like, yeah. puts on his clothes, kind of, and walks out mm-hmm. the door. And then, okay, this is where I'm not hating on Nesta, but I'm like, girl, she freaks out. She's like, did he not enjoy it? Babe, you told him literally there can be nothing more. Like, get a grip. Classic. <laughs> This is classic girly shit. She's like, I didn't mean it, obviously. (laughs) I didn't mean it. You're all big talk about being a girl boss. Big talk about, like, we're the sex. Like, we're just fucking. And then it's like, you don't want to cuddle. (laughs) Classic. We've all been there. You would never. You would never. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I would never. Okay, we must we must move on. We must carry on. Look, there are a few chapters of like training. Basically, the girlies, the girlies at training all know. Like the next day, they're like, we know. Yeah. Then she and Cassie and start talking about sword play, but it's a double entendre. Do you get it? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And they're like learning meditation. That's kind of all that happens. Snore. Snore. Okay. Then I guess like I like. <laughs> I, is it because, like, to use a sword, you must, like, see how one is made or something? Or, like, Cassian had, like, a Groupon or something to the blacksmith. But, like, he takes... <laughs> Cassian's like, Nesta, you and I have to go to the blacksmith. So they, like, go to the blacksmith. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's not, blacksmith. it's not really... It's less a Groupon. It's honestly... It's more like a date from The Bachelor. <laughs> it's, like, kind of... Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, they go to, like, we, like, local blacksmith who's, like, kind of, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, like, like, why am I doing no. this? And then they let nesta like bang on some swords for like a little bit and this will become important Mm -hmm. shortly because tldr we will learn that in her like whatever 15 minutes of pretending to be a blacksmith she accidentally forges like three magic swords the likes of which have not been seen in millennia right classic okay helion hottie helion arrives okay so he gets to know though he arrives at valaris right or the moon palace Maybe it is the Moon Palace, actually. Yeah, it is. I guess it's the Moon Palace. Yeah. 
he arrives on his Pegasus. He has, like, a few Pegasi or whatever. Yeah. Dina. Dina. Dina would want to be here for this. Oh, yeah. Likely. Like, a sleek black Pegasus, and it's, like... Yeah, the Pegasi, the Pegasus are like going extinct basically. And what's her face? Like Amarantha, like killed really kind of killed a bunch of the Pegasuses, which is like so fucked up. And the best part is he arrived on his Pegasus because Reese was like, "You can't come in your coach pulled by fire horses." I loved that. <laughs> Helion really wanted to splash out and really like show up and show out, and Reese yeah. is like, "No." You could, He's like no. a wee bit vain in a way we entirely support. I love this. Okay, wait. Because also, let's just describe him now, but then we get, we need to circle back to the Pegasuses for a second. But let's yeah, let's sure. describe yeah, Helion because he's fit. such a king. Okay, he obviously picked an inf- invisible fleck of lint from his draped white robe, as all hot high lords are wont to do. Always right. getting that lint off, invisible right. lint. <laughs> yeah. Now. <laughs> His dark brown skin gleamed over the strong muscles of his bare thighs and legs, the golden sandals that laced up his calves useless in the snow-capped terrain around them. He carried no weapons. The only metal on him was the golden armband around one of his muscled biceps, fashioned after a snake, and the spiked golden crown atop his shoulder-length black hair. So he's basically like yeah. a Greek god. Yeah, he's like a Greek god. He's, he's a Greek so god. hot. And Cassian is like... I kind of like his fit. Like, yeah, Cassian's like. Mm, he's like he's I always got like a good kind of casual hot style. Like yeah, game recognized game. Yeah. No. Okay. So the reason why Dina would be really excited about this, and I know that it totally went right over your wee little boy boss head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is okay. So it says when it's talking about the Pegasuses, it says according to legend, the Pegasus had come from the island the prison sat upon, had once fed in fair meadows that had long given way to moss and mist. Perhaps that was part of the decline. Their homeland had vanished, and whatever had sustained them there was no longer. Now, I don't know if you recall, and I'm not sensing that you do recall <laughs> the many. Don't recall. The many connections to Pegasuses that our dear darling Bryce Quinlan has. What? Oh, she's the toy. She has the toy, which is (gasps) a unicorn Pegasus. But yeah, yeah. So and and so this is what they think the Dawn Court is. Like the the old island that the prison Dusk, Dusk, yes, yes, yes. Dusk Court. The old island that the prison is. I thought the prison was in the library. No. Is that a separate prison? No, the prison is in is in the inside of a mountain on this okay. island, which is apparently okay. probably where the dust court is and where the Pegasus came originated. From. It's wow. apparently and so apparently Wait, what also is, what what are what are Bryce's other Pegasus connections beyond the Beanie Baby? I think it's that, and then I apparently on both. I think on. Both of the Crescent City books, there are wee little Pegasuses, if you look at it closely. Wow. Obviously, would never do such a thing, but yeah. Right. But, like, if... So, but, like, I think that's sort of it. And then also SJM always has, like, Pegasus... She's always breadcrumbing Pegasus stuff. Okay. But I think, like, either Bryce is going to be able to, like, shift into a Pegasus, or maybe she just, like, (laughs) will ride them. Okay. Wow. That's a plot twist. I I think she'll ride them. Yeah, they're obviously like dying out and extinct because their high lady isn't there. Their high lady isn't there to like 
help them copulate. Flourish, yeah. Yeah, Like, Bryce is going to have a, she's going to have a whole pasture of of winged horses. That is lovely. So, yeah, apparently that's, I think that's, like, very clear. That seems, that does seem very clear. Okay, well, I'm excited for that. I'm so excited. So, Helion comes, they sort of, like, he seems like, I don't know. I think I, I feel like at one point it seemed like all the courts are sort of rivals to each other, but now everyone's kind of friendly. Like, yeah, they're all like they just tell him like everything. Basically, yeah. they're mm-hmm. like, "Here's the deal with like the bad human queen. Here's the deal with the trove. Here's the deal with like Feyre. Is there like anything also, you do yeah, to like, help on any of it?" But by the way, I love how they're like big reveal. They're like, "Oh, they're like conferring. Like, oh, are we gonna tell him?" that Feyre is pregnant and they kind of have to but then the way they yeah. tell him is like <laughs> Reese like undoes his glamour and then like the apparently gorgeous smell of like pregnancy of like pregnancy. wafts <laughs> then like and he like knows immediately he's like wow he's like, I know oh, the smell of pregnancy mm, I'd know it anywhere it smells like a pregnant Farah. which okay. oh man scent is like such a prominent feature of these books is so funny <laughs> yeah and sjm is just like a really pro pregnancy pro children girly in her own life so she's like really loving Farah on this journey so then at one point helion does get to see nesta and we get you know i think you you previewed this in an earlier episode like nesta's like filling out her dress now that she's like on her crossfit journey and hot oh, yeah. you know and like her breasts are swelling gracefully her oh, lush breasts God. above the scooped neckline, which, like, obviously, it would be a scooped neckline. Of course, to show off those tatas. Yeah, but Nesta, Nesta's gonna Nesta. She's like kind of. She just is born to put straight men down, and so right. kind of just puts him in his place by ignoring him. Love. And obviously, he's like more into her as a result. But like, of course. Okay, so Helion, <laughs> he doesn't really help at all. <laughs> he like concludes. That Eris's henchmen aren't under a spell, but under an influence, which I think for our purposes is like a different kind of spell. But like, yeah. basically, they're like, okay, the human queen has found the crown. Like, that's what's up. These people are under mind control, which is what the crown, which is another part of the trove does. Mind controls you. At some point that night, Gahassian knocks on Nesta's door to bring her more war books. But she's like, it's nighttime. Like, I read smut at night. Like, I right. don't. There's no nonfiction reading happening after work hours, which is obviously right. the correct. Gosh, by the way, as an aside, isn't it the worst? Like when you're like into someone and you have to fucking pretend that you like the music that they like, or like <laughs> you like the book. You like like guys send you fucking YouTube videos, and you're like, yeah, that's so funny. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, I right. love reading about military history. Oh my god, yeah, that's 100% so interesting. The vibe. Yeah, I mean, like she's actually into it, but whatever. she's like kind of actually into it. So like they like I guess have not liaised since liaison the full uh-huh. <laughs> at, the moon, at the moon palace and so she blurts out as he's delivering the books was the sex not good for you and he's like duh it was good you just said like we can't like what are you talking about yeah insecure queen yeah and then he has like some weird thing about like i thought it'd be selfish for us to have i don't know they're like yeah. fortunately they kind of like get past this little yeah. like fake whatever mm-hmm. classic shit 
And they just get right back into round two, which actually I think is like round two and round three because they're on a multiple oh, mutual yeah. journey, gas- gasm journey. Uh. And they finally cuddle some, but Cassie doesn't spend the night still. They're okay. not at the point of spending the night. Yeah, I was. I have a space in my outline for like rage, rage notes. Going to the text? For going to the text. Well, again, we're not going to get into all of it, but... This is the famous, the famous line. The line oh. heard around the world. You don't even oh. know what it is? No. <laughs> you don't even know? So, let's see. Let's go to the text. Okay. So, this is after a couple rounds, you know? Mm-hmm. He says, get on your hands and knees. He ordered, his voice so low she could barely understand him. But her blood heated, and an ache that had nothing to do with how hard he'd just taken her began to build between her legs once more. So, Nesta did as he bade... As he bad? As he bad. As he bad A. As he bad A. So Nessa did as he bad, burying herself, still wet and gleaming with both of their releases. Ooh. Uh, okay. Um, he snarled in satisfaction. Beautiful. She whimpered a bit because beneath the praise, pure lust simmered. He growled, put your hands on the headboard. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the famous. Wow. But we don't even see it. And then, Oh, and then at the end, he leans in to whisper in her ear, hold on tight. No, we don't see it. We don't see <laughs> right, it. Right, we don't see it. But we did just see a lot. So we're like, We did okay. see quite a lot. Like, we, we can, can infer. We can yeah. infer. But I'm upset, honestly, R.I.P. Dina, that she's not here because this is... She has mentioned that she likes it, so notwithstanding, you know, her aversion to men, right. she said she's holding on to that headboard. I mean... Her quote-unquote aversion to men. Yeah, I guess we can't... For another day, maybe when she can defend herself. Right, exactly. We can't sort of, like, kind of visit that territory. <laughs> okay, yes, the headboard. The I thought headboard. the headboard was, like, a different Akatar book, but... Nope, that's it. That's it's the one. Here. Put your hands on the headboard. Wow, as you are doing right now. As I am doing. As I'm demonstrating. <laughs> wow. I mean, they're just fucking left, right, and center. They are. I mean, they have a you whole know? house to themselves. They have a whole house to perform for, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's one minor thing before we wrap this episode. Of less importance, obviously, to everything but the plot. Right. The next day, the court has a meeting because the blacksmith has, in fact, informed them that the swords created in the Groupon are yeah. very magical, mm-hmm. like level of the Dread Trove magical. Yeah. And it's a sword and a longer sword and a dagger. Mm-hmm. Amarin orders them to not tell Nesta, and they're like, that's unfair. But Reese is like, lock it up. Amarin is in charge in this moment. Uh-huh. We're not telling Nesta because, like, she might, like, throw a temper tantrum and create, like, a lot and give them to the wrong person or something like that. Right. Amryn, just, like, fucking classic. It seems like she just knows how to pull little strings of men so well. Because mm-hmm. she's, like, she warns the boys. She's, like, don't, don't open those swords. Like, don't draw those don't swords. Like, they're too dangerous. And she's just hung out with men long enough to know that obviously this will lead them to doing so. Right. And she, like, steps out for a moment, and Cassian's like, okay, like, should we draw the swords? And yeah, so they draw like, the swords. Like, yeah, let's do it. 
And then she steps back in and she's like, aha, I knew it. And why I think it's like intentional is because otherwise it's confusing because before she was warning them and then she immediately starts being like, you know, with these swords, Reese, like they're basically like all powerful weapons. You could become a high king. Right. You could just take over all of Prithian. Right. And then Azure and Amron are like really on their rationalizing journey, like like wow we should be president because like there would be no more war there would be peace there would be like no bickering ever right like you kind of have yeah and it's like okay whatever Re- mm-hmm. he's like kind of demurring obviously mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see if that persists and the chapter on this episode end on a grim note that perhaps will be taken up i don't know either later this book or perhaps in a future book amran says you know if you don't take the power when it's offered to you might be offered to someone else. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun. Well, thank you so much, Will. What a delight. I know. Wow, we were so brave to do this without Dina. I know, we miss her. She'll be back. Can't wait to have her back, be back next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Heart share, retweet. Yeah, follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. We're going live on TikTok now. We've got... We've got the followers. We're able to go live now. So follow us so you can see us when we're going live. For instance, guess what? This podcast was recorded live on live. So if you were on live, you could have seen it. Wow. So you know. Just so you know. And thank you very much for those who have rated and reviewed. We still appreciate that. And in fact, we still urge you to do so because. Yeah, we could use a new Apple podcast review if, yeah like, we really someone could has one. yeah it's we really, like we, we haven't gotten one in a while yeah so we deserve it it's a, we are recording on january 6th insurrection day and like everyone needs an insurrection day present you know i know yeah which we'll get in the future am i gonna alienate us from our insurrector audience we're gonna yeah, lose we, listeners yeah we key demo that we're losing yeah <laughs> okay but with that take care we'll see you next week <laughs> Uh, bye. Bye.